I'm a good fuck and if I spray milk in your face while I'm shagging you then you're just gonna like milk. Welcome back to Lustcast. Tighten your grip on those mugs, gents, because today we're not just talking about any milk, we're talking about breast milk. And here's the best bit. It's a sex thing. Join us as we explore the realm of adult breastfeeding. We'll shed light on the raw intimacy, those irresistible sips, and the undeniable allure that keeps some guys hungrily chugging down. But before this episode gets too frothy, hit the like button and make sure you subscribe. And if you love my content, please consider taking out a premium subscription. I'm subscriber funded, so I rely on you guys to help me keep making the show. There's a link in the description where it's 4 dollars a month and you get bonus and uncensored content. Okay, back to breast milk. So guiding us through this creamy journey is the enchanting Alice Lovegod. Ah, Lovegod. I keep saying Lovegod. Lovegod, huh? Yeah, I I, just in God. my head. I can love be God. a Lovegod if you like. <laughs> <laughs> guiding us through this creamy journey is the enchanting Alice Lovegod. Ready to spill the tea, Alice? I am. <laughs> I wrote that. Can you tell? Well done. <laughs> and I almost read it. <laughs> Very exciting. Good job. Amazing. But yeah. we really are talking about breast milk. We are talking about breast milk. And is this a common thing, would you say? Uh, right, so it's becoming more popular. Mm. Um, and... It, I think it's it's more common than we realise to be enjoyed, but it's not that much of a common fetish, if that makes sense. Mm. So lots of guys are like, sure, like spray milk on me, why not? Spray milk on me, why not? <laughs> but like, there's less that are like, oh my God, it's the best thing ever. But it is, it is, there are people that are like that. Yeah, and I was trying to think of... Because most fetishes, um, they come up in conversation or just you see them on TV and movies and things sometimes. But I don't think I really hear this, apart from the debate over like public breastfeeding that comes up sometimes. Um, it has been in a couple of... So I don't know if anybody's seen Working Mums, uh, which is a comedy of the new mums. And there's like a, a younger guy who's with one of the mums and he, right. he's got like a... A milk thing milk it's thing funny. yeah i yeah. think that's what you have to call it isn't it a milk thing a milk thing i've got a thing for milk yeah out of your boobs <laughs> yeah <laughs> not just any milk yeah and some sometimes you hear it like as a marketing stunt as well like i remember um like 10 15 years ago there was a ice cream place in covent garden selling breast milk ice cream yeah like one week only or something i think the thing is like the the difficulty with it as a kink or a fetish is women have worked so hard for um like breastfeeding rights and for it to be okay to feed in public and I didn't not know to that. be sexualized yeah yeah so i didn't know breastfeeding rights was a thing yeah so many people get a horrible backlash for feeding their babies in public i'm not going to lie i snigger and then feel embarrassed and then politely look away yeah but that's probably because you're just not used to it yeah Yeah. well last time I saw it it was um it's gonna sound a bit pretentious but I was in Monaco and there was a woman breastfeeding he must have been five years old yeah but that's actually perfectly natural yeah baby children's natural age for weaning is actually when you get your molar when you get your adult teeth like five to seven years old like we're, we're supposed to drink milk 
but we're just not used to it. And because breasts are so sexualized, mm. people can't separate that. And they're like, oh, it's weird. It but is hard to separate the breasts from the milk. It is. And and it's the thing is, though, like my opinion is some the sooner that we learn that things can be sexual and non-sexual and it's not the person who owns the breasts job to just to decide mm. whether it's sexual or not for you the better like hands can be sexual feet there's people strolling around with flip-flops on and there's foot fetishists everywhere yeah. like we are perfectly capable of controlling our sexual response to something mm-hmm. and it's that person's responsibility not the human with the thing that's being sexualized so when i feed my baby in public that's not sexual but if i want yeah, you to suck yeah. on my boobs with milk in them that can be a sexual thing because it's context. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing I'm learning more and more since I've been doing this podcast is I started to understand fetishes and kinks more that literally anything can be a kink. Anything. Just something can just a why, even because they get crossed. I don't know yeah. if you'd call it a mistake or just a coincidence. I don't know. Mm. It's really, mis- it's really not... Um... It's not really understood. So there's a big difference between a kink and a fetish. Yeah, yeah. So like a, a fetish um, is... All fetishes are kinks. I think that's the way. A kink is, sen- is essentially something that is not intended to, one, right? to be sexual. Like it's a non-sexual thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a little bit different. Um, and something that turns you on. But... And you like it. So it could be impact play, it could be milk, it could be... But you don't need it. Whereas mm-hmm. a fetish is um, you, is something that you require to be... To get enjoyment. Like my fetish for missionary sex in a bed. No, because that's that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all fetishes are I'm like... I'm just joking. I'm just a joking. Bizarre, a bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it has to, it has to have a level of intrigue. It has to have a bit of bizarreness. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, you wouldn't say like um, pretzeling someone and fucking them is a fetish or like oral is a fetish because it's, it's that's, a, that's a regular sexual thing that people like it is it now it would be like it wasn't latex. in the past yeah <laughs> like latex or like stockings or feet yeah. or um you know whoopee cushions as you <laughs> yeah you saw that <laughs> farts i was like um, evie i need to see this video <laughs> uh, farts are so funny as well i am um, i did like a fart reel recently like i just thought it was hilarious and now literally everything suggested on my instagram is about farts it's like Instagram was like, she likes farts, let's give her the fart stuff. But yeah. um, no, yeah, so it's so interesting. I find it so interesting. Oh, and fetishes are often very visual as well. And most, mm, uh, that's true. they're far more common in men than women because men, so the way that we, we develop sexually as children, men have a physical and very obvious response to arousal. Mm-hmm. Um so they associate what they see when they have an erection to sexual like arousal they're like oh i've got a hard on i'm horny this is what's making me horny Mm -hmm. whereas a woman doesn't have that visual and obvious bodily response so they're much more likely to be responsive 
desire and it will be like the situation that makes them horny and they need mm-hmm. like stimulation before they can get horny so that's why a lot more men have fetishes and why they're so much more visual than they are like the feeling if that makes sense yeah, it does make sense and i always thought as well that men get obsessed with things more easily anything in their life they kind of identify with that thing they do and take it to a crazy extreme level some women do as well but i think it's less common yeah it's actually quite it's like it's it's very intense to have a fetish and i actually like when someone fetishizes me like i sometimes i feel like really overwhelmed by how they speak Mm -hmm. it's like you don't feel like you're a part of their arousal because it's that one thing that makes sense and i do think it must be really difficult to have like that lack of control over what's turning you on i don't think they're often aware of how they make others feel though yeah yeah it's it's intense yeah like i've got someone who has like a fetish for trainers with no socks and if i even mention having trainers on he just is like that would bother me so much i'd just be (laughs) thinking like how are you gonna keep the shoes clean yeah i know it's so stinky (laughs) (laughs) you just have to buy me a new pair every week yeah okay and i'll send him the old stinky pair oh i thought like before we get into it we should talk about breast milk because that's what the fetish is about Mm -hmm. and it has an interesting history i didn't realize that it's been kind of used in erotica and sexual content for a long time yeah it's very much so um personally like my experience with people who have it as a kink or fetish um there's so many different elements to it so there's people who have a thing for breeding and then usually that then carries on to pregnancy and then the pregnancy carries on to milk it's like Mm. um and they almost like see women as like a goddess like a fertility goddess and and that Um, makes complete logical sense mm. because um in a primal way it's kind of probably we've evolved past that i'd say but i hope not when you get i want to be when you get to that's why we're here isn't it just to reproduce so exactly yeah um and it's like very like bod. it it goes along a lot with like body worship and Mm. and all almost which i think is really wonderful that's part of the thing that i enjoy um you would have loved like ancient roman and greek times when you could be like that sex oracle god yeah 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 um and i love like to like ride and like Right, all over and just be like the so you're like a pond ornament just spraying milk yeah just everywhere, spraying milk everywhere. and then i also like i personally have like a, a i'm i have a big thing for anything that's like wet so squirting oil i love like the visual of it and what it looks like mm. um so that's just really fun and then there's guys that like it um, because they have like a want to be cared for, like mummy dom. Um, they want to be cradled and held and made feel safe. And what's safer than being, you know? Um, and then there's people. It can also be a very like dominant thing. So guys like um, to like breed you, keep you as almost like cattle, milk you like cattle yeah so there's a it's a big yeah literally like you dress i've I've got videos like dressed up as a cow 
Well, I've done this on one of my websites, but we did it just copying some Japanese girls. Like yeah. the cowgirl trope was a thing. Then we just like splashed milk over them and had like a milk bath and things. But we were thinking of it as like a cute thing. No, there's not some really like aggressive thing. things. Like they want to like stock you up and pump your tits. It's quite full on sometimes. Um, it is how, yeah, I mean, we're going, wow. Yeah, it's full on. Uh, and then what else? Oh, and then there's obviously like from the woman's side, it is actually like a biological thing that you would enjoy. So... Um, when I first had my baby, I couldn't orgasm without letting down milk. It was impossible because the same hormone is responsible uh, yeah. for orgasm is responsible for make it releasing milk. It's oxytocin. So it's it's like it's the love hormone. So mm-hmm. of course it will feel good to release milk and you know improve like intimacy with your partner. Is a biological, natural, hormonal response. Yeah, I I don't know. I I'm I'm not. I've never had children, but I'd love to find out what percentage of husbands or parents, like male parents, actually enjoy it secretly. Because I guess I... Like when you when you have a baby, like you can't not produce milk. So I guess there's going to be some splashback i guess um, during sex anyway or? it depends like if it, you have to establish it um but i've never in my head i'm just imagining like it just spraying out no, like, like it's not really how it happens so when you first have a baby you have like what's called colostrum which is like a very thick yellow um milk that's not it's not abundant it's very small and that's because the baby is learning how to feed and breathe at the same time Mm. so they call it like liquid gold because it's got so much stuff in it that's incredible for the baby is Um, that the fetish community calls it that or no 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 this is just a thing okay god yeah um, i'm so naive on child (laughs) so it's like it's got like hundreds of thousands of antibodies like one droplet it's just magic it's magic stuff Mm. milk in general is is magic um but yeah so if you don't feed your baby during those like three four days of making colostrum you won't go on to make you'll get milk come in but it won't it will go away pretty quickly. Okay, so you've got to like... You've got to like a stab... So the first six weeks of your breastfeeding, you're essentially priming your milk ducts to be like, yeah, we need to make milk, let's make milk. Mm. And then after that, it takes ages for it to go away. Um, but like, if you don't establish it with the, within those six weeks, then you, you, it will go away quite quickly. Yeah, see, I thought there was loads. And no. I think the reason I thought that is because I looked up the world record for producing breast milk and there was a woman in the usa called ailsa ogletree and she donated 413 gallons of breast oh milk. yeah she had um she had like a condition that was like oh, yes yeah, so i was thinking this was like normal she, she couldn't stop making milk but um so milk production how much you make is based on how much you take out 
So mm. if you remove milk, then your body's like, oh, I need to make more milk and it will make more milk. That makes sense. But if you don't remove milk, then your body's like, don't need it. Let's it's try it. kind of amazing, isn't it? So it, I thought it would just like make milk and then they'd be like, okay, well, you need it until the baby. Yeah. Like, two no, years it's, or something. It's all, it's all based on how much you remove. It's insane. Yeah. So I actually like, I fed my last baby for 18 months and then I stopped and then I essentially dried up like I could make droplets but that was it and then I was like mm, I kind of want to make milk again um well, why did you want to make it was it is it a fetish like for you it. as well yeah so I I think for me it's like a little bit of a pick me thing like I'm like oh I just really like doing something that everybody can do mm. it's exciting for me to like and I've got a real thing for like surprising people and wowing them like, so if I'm like, I'm like, hey, check this out. And they've never seen it before, never had it before. Then that makes me really excited. That makes sense. I mean, I, I guess it's the same for guys, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of like to... Do something different. I think there is this kind... I don't know if you get this, but when a guy comes on a girl, it feels quite territorial. Mm. Like, you're kind of claiming Why this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it See, the same I just with... like the idea of being like that girl, like, oh remember that girl that was just fucking nuts that like sprayed milk all over me (laughs) i love that (laughs) (laughs) like i love like meeting someone so you've like say been on a date and had sex with someone and just surprised them with sprayed milk all over them yeah what did they say they were like oh fuck yeah this is hot (laughs) (laughs) and no one's ever reacted badly haha i got you gave you a milk kink (laughs) <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but for real. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. I've never heard that before, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I that's really interesting though that everybody likes it. I've never ever met someone who didn't like it. That's so interesting. Mm. Do most of them taste it too? Or? Mm. Wow. Yeah. It's, like it's similar to squirting, isn't it? Like, yeah. when you think about it, you're like, oh God, that's disgusting. But in oh, the moment, I, I love it. it's like, oh, this is really hot. Yeah. I guess because it feels like, I guess for a guy, one of the big problems most guys have is like, we don't always know when or if a girl's come. Mm. But when you have this visual explosion, it's like, Ah, something Which went is, well. <laughs> it's kind of funny though because you don't actually need to orgasm to squirt. Yeah, but it still makes us feel well, good. Hey, <laughs> like I we, made a squirt. I I made a something happen. <laughs> the girls there like didn't come though. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Something happened. Something happened. <laughs> yeah, visual cues are good. Visual yeah, things are hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely makes sense. I did not expect that though. No. No. No, what that everybody would like it or yeah and I the mean, surprise there, thing there as might well. be some people that i thought it might be so niche that you'd have to be like do you want but then i am very open with people that it's mm. a thing for me so i don't like if i'm i always say like oh i've got a thing for milk like i make milk and so i i guess like i just haven't because i am like to open about it it's like if i have a cup of tea i like them to ask if i want milk in. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> so i guess but the surprise is quite hot though. I get yeah, why yeah, yeah. Hot. yeah 
I like I like being like just wowing people a little bit, I guess. I definitely would wow people. Um, I completely lost where I am, but um, yeah, let's just get into the fetish. Mm -hmm. I was gonna go on history and stuff, but just get into it. Okay, let's go. Um, yeah, you any idea where it comes from? Um, the guys that are into it. So I like kind of like what I said before mm. about like it's a lot like usually it's come from a breeding thing or a goddess like thing or a mummy thing or then there's the, what's the most common reason do you think uh the most common is just enjoying the visual oh really yeah because men are visual creatures yes i wasn't sure if it was like when you said the like kind of breeding thing mm, you know I, like when a woman gets pregnant yeah. and she's like at the beginning she's kind of like really happy and yeah just super super happy yeah there are a lot of guys that guys a lot of guys that like pregnancy i find it's like um they're remembering a time that was really like happy for them mm. so like when their wife was pregnant and it's usually like oh and, and it was such oh, a yeah so like and maybe at that time they might have been starved or had extra sex like, yeah whichever one they had I yeah guess. they're both equally memorable yeah oh and another thing i find a lot with like kinks is a lot of people have kinks of something that they can't have Mm. um and i'm actually someone who's a bit like this as well so like before i used to have a huge thing for fisting it was pretty much all i watched um and then when i did it it was like oh (laughs) That's that then. But I and I think obviously like milk is something that is not not every woman can do. It's not really common. And the women that do do it are usually in relationships and settle down or and or they don't find it sexual themselves. So it's something that that men that people can like fantasize about. It's really interesting though, because I'm just thinking, if I had a hundred guys in this room and I gave them a glass of your breast milk, I don't think many of them would try it. But oh, I bet they would. I reckon during sex, 100% would. I think they would anyway. You think they would? Yeah, just out of interest. But then maybe just the circles I run with are just weirdos. Yeah. I just run with weirdos. Yeah, tell loads... us in the comments, like, would you try her breast milk? Yeah, because I have loads of people like, oh, like, can I just try it? Can you put it in a shot glass? I want to try it. Well, this is an interesting thing as well, is when I was searching... I didn't realize you could buy breast milk online. Yeah. For babies. Yeah. And it's like frozen or fresh, delivered to your door. I'm like, well, it's what? it's so much better for babies than formula. So yeah. it should be more common than it is. It should be. Yeah, but in terms of the kink, I wondered how many guys are just buying that for themselves. Yeah, they are. There are lots because I thought about selling it, but it's the it's really complicated with like, I'll have to make sure it's frozen and then package it. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered with this. And breast milk is alive, you know, it's like yeah. blood cell, like white blood cells. Yeah, yeah, antibodies. Yeah. Because when we all had COVID, the whole family was drinking breast milk. <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> That's a manual. <laughs> I saw a lot of different covid treatments but that wasn't one of the ones i saw but well it it makes the antibodies mm. any bug that you have it's really really incredible actually so like 
when I was breastfeeding, I never got ill because my baby, when you're feeding your baby, the baby's saliva goes through your nipple, mm-hmm. tells your body, oh, here are the bugs that I've introduced today. Make, make me some antibodies. And then your body makes the antibodies and gives those antibodies back to the baby. They've even done tests where like um, a mum who's tandem feeding, which means she's feeding a toddler and a baby or, or like two babies at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, one of them will be like poorly so she'll like have one boob for the poorly one and one boob for the other and the milk's like different colors like when a bit when they're poorly like the milk's like blue with Mm. all these incredible it's just magic and I definitely so I didn't breastfeed my first baby um and he had really terrible asthma um Mm. and he nearly died so that's why I was like I'm gonna breastfeed my baby my second baby and yeah they never had they never had any illnesses or anything it's magic Mm. stuff and um is the adult breastfeeding thing as a role play is that is that uh so not for me and my different uh, no some people do it like um some i think like a lot of men have a real desire which is it's a beautiful desire really to just be cared for and and feel safe and loved and Mm. what's more safe than being cradled in like a a motherly situation i just like i think that's really therapeutic um i mean that makes sense mm. i always wonder like are those people do they have like maybe they didn't have enough or did they have too much yeah yeah and and that's what they desire another one thing is um some people I've I've seen have a real thing for like engorged boobs. Like when you're like so full of milk, you're like in pain and they're all veiny. Oh. And yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember my friend having something like that, I think. I didn't ask too much about it because I was like, don't know much about babies. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, those first few days where the milk comes in. There's a video of me that I have on Fancy actually where I'm like, how? and the milk is just like pouring out really yeah it was, just leaking yeah just pouring i'm like <laughs> and they're all like veiny and gigantic wow i had i'm learning so much about breast milk yeah see i was i studied as a midwife so okay yeah so i got like both sides porn side and midwife side i'm just realizing how bad my sex education was that they didn't terrible, even teach us yeah, yeah. about milk. And unless you have a baby, I think you maybe don't even look at it. Mm. Mm. So the, when you're role-playing with an adult breastfeeding, though, is that something you've done? Yeah, yeah. a grown man, it I've doesn't really fit it, on your I've knee. I've not done yet. it in person. Mm. I've only done, like, the videos where I'm, like... Oh, like, virtual. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that I wouldn't, but my partner is not comfortable with me doing, like, in-person stuff. Mm-hmm um but yeah like I've just done like role play videos where I'm where I like you know it's like a mummy dom role play I'm like I'll squirt the milk and yeah or like a stepmom thing where I'm like I just need you to help me out I'm so full I love that yeah I'm help me because I'm so full yeah do you ever cook with it no I haven't what have I done now you haven't made ice cream or anything? No. Uh, 
No, I haven't done any of that. I had like so much of it, but I used it all for my baby. So um, I don't think I did anything weird with it. I think I had plans to, but I just didn't. Mm. I should really. I'd do a little baking show. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that you haven't. Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? That should be just, my next. Sounds like I've you're spraying only, it everywhere. I've only got one working boob now, though, which I think is just so funny. What's that? So this one doesn't make milk, okay. but this one does. We call this one the mega boob. Mega boob. Because it's like two sizes bigger than that one. And this one can like squirt milk like all the way over the ceiling. And this one's like. <laughs> I'll give you just a dribble. <laughs> and it's like really yellow because it's gone back to colostrum. Yeah. But this one's like, hey, I'll make milk for two of us. Amazing. Yeah. So if a guy's really into breast milk. Uh, how do you really hard isn't it because how do you bring that up in conversation this is a difficult thing because some women are like absolutely not don't touch my boobs they're not sexual they're for my baby um, oh really once they yeah yeah because doesn't your libido drop after you have a baby or not for everybody but for a lot of women sometimes it really depends on the person and mm. um but breastfeeding can drop your libido. Breastfeeding is, is nature's um, natural um, contraception. So when you breastfeed exclusively, you don't ovulate. Okay. Um, it's like nature's way of making sure that you can actually look after your baby before you're pregnant again. And kind of cool. Yeah, and when you get pregnant, your milk usually dries up because um, of the hormones. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of women do experience a drop in libido when they're breastfeeding because they're not ovulating. Yeah, that makes sense. God, I'm learning so many things I should have learned a long time oh ago. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, there's going to be people that are in that have had babies that are just thinking I'm a complete moron. But I bet there's a lot of people like me yeah. that just don't know anything. Yeah. And is. I mean, I'm in the sex business, so you'd have thought I would know. But mm. I don't. But like, this is the thing. Like, I think it's actually a feminist issue because, um, for some reason, mothers aren't seen as sexual. It's like, oh, you have a baby, and then yeah, yeah. But like I'm the, the milk thing is a thing, but it's like once the milk thing is like not while they have a baby. No, it's like older, isn't it? Mm. And the milk thing's usually like milk basically means older plastic woman. surgery. Big Massive tits, yeah. glasses. Let yeah. me show you how it's done. But um, yeah, I think actually, you know, and I think it's a lot of women. I think if we could normalize it, you know, mums, then women would feel better because they they struggle after they have a baby. Their body has changed. Might save so a lot of much. marriages. Yeah, they, their body's changed, and they've suddenly got this thing that's like dependent on them twenty four seven, and they don't feel like themselves. So, yeah, I think it's important to say that you're still sexual and beautiful and deserving of sex after you've had a baby. Yeah, I think because some women kind of get back to themselves quite quickly but then others it takes years and I remember that with one of my friends that you know her body did change so much and she lost all of her sexual confidence and um 
I think it took her about two or three years before she felt confident sexually again. Mm. And in a relationship, that's poisonous, I think. Yeah, it takes a lot. I think for me, like, I had a baby when I was 17. Mm. So I never had my sexual, like, growth Mm -hmm. because I had a baby before, you know, most people are experimenting and learning themselves into their late 20s, but I'd already had a baby. And I think, like, I always felt robbed of that. Mm. And it wasn't until I did OnlyFans and learned that actually, like, people find a mum bod attractive that I, like, was I felt desirable again. They do. They do. Yeah, definitely. I've never... So I've, like, lost five stone as well. I've got a lot of extra skin. I've got stretch marks. I've got, you know, empty boobs I, i've very much got a mum bod and i've got eight thousand fans on my page and not i've never ever ever had one say oh you, you i don't like your body never yeah because people are nice mostly and it's yeah. real and even girls that haven't given birth have stretch marks and yeah. scars and, and problems i, I just fine. think that people look at what they like in you yeah you see what's beautiful in a person like oh they got stunning eyes or like amazing lips or you look you look and like hone in on what's beautiful about that person and you just don't see the other stuff yeah no i agree or she keeps surprising me yes yeah. <laughs> we spoke about selling milk but you don't sell milk yourself do you do other girls sell milk yeah but i just find it a bit too much hard work with like having to package it and sell it i've got adhd so i can't even remember to send back packages that i have like i've got a breast pump that i rented that i haven't used for a year i pay 50 pound a month for that thing what's a breast pump oh my goodness is this literally like the cattle thing again Mm, mm, so So you're just hooked up to a machine yeah holy shit yeah so i've done content with that like people like that Dressed up as a cow, had um, had the pumps on. But I was thinking, had if, a little fiddle at the same time. <laughs> if you're selling breast milk, doesn't it go off? Yeah, by that's the time what I mean. There? Yeah. That's what I can't be bothered with. You, so you can get special packages that like freeze and keep it frozen. Oh, okay. Um, but I can't be asked with that. Yeah. I'm far too lazy. Yeah. Okay, my favorite topic now. So I learned when I was researching this that men can produce breast milk. Yeah. Anyone and, can produce. And I don't mean a trans man, but an, an actual, actual man. Yeah, actual biological man. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't say an actual man because trans men are men. Um, but so anyone can produce breast milk, but that doesn't mean it's easy to do. Yeah. It's incredibly difficult. I heard that. Sometimes if you're on certain medications yeah. so, or hormonal changes in your body, yeah. but it's So, a, for example, a lot of, like, adoptive mums will, or um, LGBTQ mums will want to induce lactation so that they can support their partner or they can feed their baby. Oh, um, what? So you can feed male milk to a baby? Well, you can, but what I mean is, this, I'm talking about women at the moment. Oh, sorry. Um, but... Even that is really difficult as a woman. So I, I think okay. it, 
Because they're on male hormones, aren't they? No, no, just women in general. So if you haven't had a baby and you want to make milk... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, if you hadn't given birth to a baby and you want to make milk, you would have to... um, First of all, you usually have to go on a contraceptive to trick your body into thinking it's pregnant Mm -hmm. um, and to develop your breasts. So your breasts aren't fully developed until you're 30 or you've completed a pregnancy. So you have to do that. Then you have to stop that to make your body think it's given birth pump every two hours for at least 20 minutes pump yeah the breast pump even if there's nothing in it even if there's nothing in it to stimulate um and then some people then have medication to encourage breast milk as well. wow so it's not easy so it's hell of a mission yeah because i found um some things on the internet and it was saying they were very very badly designed websites that looked like they're from the 90s <laughs> you've and been on the hunt here <laughs> yeah i got a bit fascinated this is hilarious <laughs> and they refer to them as milkmen right and now this is a fetish <laughs> then you're gonna get loads of people and said look i'm gonna look up milkmen <laughs> and they were like basically it said like to stimulate your nipples over a very long period of time yeah and you can produce a little bit of breast milk yeah and these men were really into making their own milk and they managed it yeah wow not a lot of milk a little bit a trickle yeah yeah Mm. the human body is incredible i yeah i just think it's amazing yeah it's pretty cool a thing yeah well like male breasts are essentially the same like we're all made of the same parts we're just organized in different ways yeah you just don't expect it because you always think the mm. man's just got muscles there and no no there's inner... still ducts in there yeah mm. like even like squirting is is it from uh like what would have been our prostate like we're all the same we're just mm. we're just organized in different ways yeah gotta love the body yeah um are there any like health and safety kind of things because i don't know to me drinking breast milk it has like an ick factor do you think for me personally yeah would you not do it i would try it if it was like i'll try it if it was breast milk ice cream like right. if it had some flavor you know it has got flavor. Or it tastes like almond milk if you put some nesquik in there I think oh, I would try no, see, it. See, it's really sweet. It's way nicer than normal milk. I mean, that's the funny thing because I'm happy to drink cow's milk. Yeah, right? you're drinking cow <laughs> titty milk right now from an animal, but a human milk designed for humans is weird. Yeah. Unpick that. Where does that come from? <laughs> that's a really good question. Um, are you saying we should normalize breast milk and set the cows free yeah nah like i like cow milk but imagine that human breast milk on the supermarket fridges it should be it's way better for us and you could like choose like the picture of the girl that it came from on the packaging so it's like yeah (laughs) like the hotter she is the more expensive it is gold top yeah But it should be normalised. Like, why is it normal to drink cow tip milk? You can see underneath somebody, like, underneath the cow. Like, 
why is that normal, but my milk is weird? Well, I'm not under the cow doing it. Yeah, but, but you are, though. But it does taste nicer when it's fresh and not uh, treated or anything. It doesn't. Try, it would try human milk. It's way nicer. I will one day. I'm one sure. day. I'll you get... could try my milk. I'm going, he's going to leave with a milking, come determined. It's like, um... <laughs> you're sweating in his chair. <laughs> it's like I'm thinking, could this be a YouTube video? <laughs> like, have I got it in me? Will I just faint before it touches my lips? <laughs> it's really not that bad. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's like um, when you try a new food mm. that you're not used to. Because we, I, I think I read somewhere that you have to try something I think 16 times but before you, you like it. Have you drank almond milk? Yeah. Yeah, then you, you'll like it. It's exactly, it's pretty much exactly the same taste. Yeah, almond milk's the nicest of the Yeah, it's very, ones. it's like very sweet and subtle. But different people's tastes are different. Mm. Yeah, I heard if depending on what you eat, it changes yeah. the taste as well. It's those very cross ones because I did a, me and my friend both made it and we like put it in shot glasses and this guy tried them and he was like oh this one's way nicer i was like oh bitch she hers was nicer than yours yeah <laughs> she don't make milk no more no she's just giving me the semi-skimmed stuff or something. yeah she secretly put sugar in it like yeah but yeah you, i don't know it's, i think it's just because i'm not used to it yeah, exactly. It's just um, something we're not used to seeing. It's like... um. You know what else it is? I can't drink breast milk without thinking of my mum's breasts. Yeah. And that, like... Icks you out. Which yeah. Naturally. Yeah. You out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Like, I can understand why that would be like... Because um, I think that when I saw the... When I said earlier about when I saw like a four or five-year-old breastfeeding... I thought, would that be a traumatic memory when you're older to no, have memories? But of that's you sexualizing. That's you sexualizing. Not as a sexual thing, just like. No, yeah, but it is. You're sexualizing. Yeah, you're right. But that could be traumatic, right? No. No. Not if it's not sexualized. But everything's sexualized. If you sexualize it. So I'm sexualizing, yeah. You're sexualizing that child drinking its mum's milk, but it's not sexual. Yeah. Said so that's your issue. Yeah, I, I think he might be right. But <laughs> is, but... This is what it comes down to again, context. Yeah. And our inability to separate our own. Yeah, because I can look at a woman's breasts and not think of my mum's breasts. Exactly. But... I can't look at breast milk without thinking of the mothering yeah. side. Yeah. 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 But I, I think, again, I think you can get used to things, though. Yeah, exactly. It is just getting used to things. Because and... I can eat every every type of food. I can eat it and get past that ick factor because mm -hmm. I just like trying different food. But I just feel like breast milk, I'd be tasting an ingredient rather than food. But cow milk is food, is it? I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. How's that ingredient you got there is a tasty <laughs> beverage. <laughs> this is a taste very ingredienty. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> it's 
so hard to win this argument and convince you that breast milk is more weird than cow milk. Because it's not. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's just not. If anyone has a better argument than me, just please tell I me mean, in the I'm comments. I mean, I'm sure they'll try, but... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. I'm just... Because I think that I'm out of arguments. Mm. I just feel like I should be... That breast milk should be more normal now. Yeah, You've it convinced should be. me. Yeah, it should be. And and it's, again, I just want to reiterate, it's context. Like, mm. feeding my child is not sexual in any way, shape or form. Just like hands can be sexual, mouths can be sexual, spit can be sexual, feet can be spe- sexual, dependent on the context mm. and the situation. Because this is the thing that, a lot of people have been struggling with on my channel. I did an episode about DDLG mm-hmm. and I've done episodes about age gap relationships. And it seems to be when there's an older man in the caring or daddy role, people have a really big problem with it. Uh-huh. And they see it as borderline pedophilia. Yeah. And I think they're going to think that with this yeah i have as well but i think let to a lesser extent yeah because it's an older woman and a younger man yeah in you know the the role plays a different dynamic yeah and that's not actually the thing i enjoy i don't enjoy that kind of role Mm. play but i'll provide that as a service for someone in it who wants caring you know caring for i think but some people would say that like oh it's kind of messed up and you're encouraging you know this kind of even abusive dynamic I but think like you shouldn't the, be I mothering think people some... really um underestimate humans and how we have an incredible ability to understand context mm. like we aren't children or animals we're not stupid and we understand when something is a role play and when something isn't a role play like it's not hard we can watch really violent graphic movies where people are being murdered and chased after and horrific things happening as entertainment and understand that that was a film. Like, if people enjoy a mental aspect, a release, a, a dynamic, a role play, that has no influence on real life. Like, we are able to identify what's real and what's not. Yeah, I think so. Um, in this situation, I definitely think so as well. Um, yeah. But I just, I ask it more for people that are watching that may be thinking things like that, like, oh, this is creepy, you shouldn't do it. It's encouraging the wrong dynamic. Um, but I agree mostly with what you said. I do think that the problem is that we don't get good sex education. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is a percentage of people who are learning yeah. from the fantasy. Uh-huh. And then maybe are doing bad things because of it. There's always a percentage that we mm. do take. But it. I don't think that's like, say, porn's fault or no. the fantasy's fault. No. Um, it's a very small percentage. I've had maybe like 0.1% of people say, can I see you feed your baby? Oh. So yeah. they like sexualize yeah the feeding yeah 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 well they use it as a window to access child yeah. um but that is very rare. i didn't even think of that yeah yeah it's very very rare but it is it is a thing that happens mm. um 
that and nappies tend to be the two ends that people try to use with mums in porn to try and get access to children. So they'll say... Um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the other thing is they'll say, oh, I've got like a nappy fetish. Have you got any nappies in your house? Um, and then they'll be like, what size are they? Because um, they want to f- figure out how old your baby is, basically. Wow, super creepy. It's horrible. And and if you... Hopefully so, those people get banned quite... Well, you can... Yeah, but they're, they're still about... That's the two ins. And usually as well, like, you'll say, like, oh, so, like, if I go... I can go to the shop for you and buy some nappies. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, what size are the nappies that you have? That's so dark. Yeah, it's horrible. I'd love yeah. to team up with the police and be like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to a lighter topic. Yeah, let's talk about fun stuff again. Yeah, sorry about that. I just, um, because it just... It's just fascinating. Yeah, and it has been a theme recently just because in the comments, people don't seem to understand the difference between the fantasy and they judge the fan. Yeah. They judge the fantasy based on the real life. Oh, yeah, I get that all the time with like CNC and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, people project their own feelings onto your situation even with like when because i did a we did a threesome video recently and i i had a fantasy for a long time about like being cucked so we did like a video where i was cucked and um female yeah um and i I enjoyed it. I really enjoy seeing my partner in a lot of pleasure and I, and I really enjoy the act of sharing my partner and almost showing him off. Mm. Um, but there was like a point in it where he like, she was performing oral on him and he like cupped her face and said, oh, you're really fucking good at that. And I just was like... Um, and I wasn't actually responding to what was happening. I was responding to like... Uh, often when you have like a feeling in the present it's a feeling that you've had in the past and Mm -hmm. and you're responding to that so like growing up um I have four sisters and my dad was always really competitive to us Mm -hmm. and the only time I felt really good and safe was when I was the best at something Mm -hmm. so it was almost like the risk of me not being the best made me feel unsafe in that situation and I was responding to that and I did a video on TikTok about and and Instagram about um how it's actually like it's okay if a fantasy isn't what you expect it to be and it's okay to have negative feelings and work through them and process them as part Mm. of being human and so many people were like oh you're gonna mess up your whole relationship oh you like what are you doing like you're you're obviously like monogamous and you shouldn't be doing this and why would you put yourself through that you look so sad and I'm and and I was just like, you're projecting your own feelings onto me. Like, I am fine. I'm okay. Like, it's mm. okay to feel, as a human, to feel a negative emotion. Like, it's not. We spend so much of our lives avoiding negative feelings that when they do inevitably come, we don't know how to deal with them. I think it's a really good point because so often on this podcast, we talk about the importance of communication and we always assume that people communicate perfectly and everything is how you imagine it to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. No. Um, I've had more than once in my life where, um, even I think last year, um, 
friend of benefits, she wanted to try anal and we did. And all, all that beginning, I was like very slow, always communicating. Um, she was fine with everything, enjoying it. But afterward she started crying and it was because she felt like a slut Uh and she felt that she degraded herself um but she enjoyed the act act. yeah she wanted to try something new so she wasn't responding to what happened she was responding to to how her friends would think yeah yeah and the feeling of being degraded and how and being and what being a slut meant to her yeah and she felt like she was somehow less now mm. and she cried quite a lot and she wasn't like a naive young person mm-hmm. she was like my age um and it was really difficult to deal with mm. um i just tried to be like supportive tell her it's okay it's you know what can you do you just have to go through it and mm-hmm. you know she learned that she doesn't like something or maybe in time she'll accept that that doesn't make her a slut or doesn't make her less. But or that being a slut isn't actually a bad thing. <laughs> it depends though, because if you have that as a but, part yeah, of your belief yeah, system, yeah. like I was being to a psychotherapist recently, he said sometimes you just have to let go of one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like you can do these slutty activities and that you're fantasizing about, or you can be this good person that you aspire to be, but maybe you can't always be both. Mm-hmm. So it's tricky though, because when something sounds exciting and you try it, like with the breast milk thing, I imagine quite a lot of men might try it and then maybe think, oh, have I made a mistake? Do I feel, am I, is this weird? Um, oh, see, I just don't. Or women even. I don't know whether I'm like slightly autistic. Cause for me, it's just black and white. I don't, I'm so like. But we're special because we're in the sex business. Yeah. So we're. And that's my th- my whole thing is like complete destigmatization, and mm. and I just wish people could let go of the shame that they carry around sex. Yeah, I, I think I that's a really really good point, and it's something that I've generally believed all my life. But if the shame gets you to a good place where you're happy with yourself, maybe it's. Yeah, but if you okay. didn't, if you didn't have shame in the first place, you would be happy with yourself. If we had no shame, we'd just walk around naked, right? Sure. Like, why? <laughs> why can't we walk around naked? Because of shame. <laughs> but so, like, but shame. if it, but if there wasn't shame, what, shame, what would be wrong with walking around naked? I guess shame has some useful social functions, like to to uh, make us society, behave in some ways that so we don't need to police things mm. and. Obviously, we have to find out where the line is. Oh, like, obviously. if people are just fucking in the street. Well, yeah. That would be bad. Yeah, but so then you, there what, is a line. you don't need shame to control that. You need boundaries and consent. Yeah. Shame doesn't drive that. I think shame does drive some like, social I think behavior. Respect could also drive that. Yeah, like, training is against need, the law to you do that as well. Yeah, prepare. you don't need shame to behave. You, you can. Uh, you can have a positive thing like oh i respect the random people in the street don't want to see me fuck so i'm not gonna fuck in the street rather than it being a shame oh i don't want people to think bad of me oh no i i respect people enough to not do that 
And that's a much nicer drive, much more positive way of living. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if there are any counter arguments. And I'm just too fucking good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've just always felt that maybe shame is useful, but it's like there's a balance with things. I, re- I don't personally think shame is useful at all. I think we can have positive positive emotions to Mm. to drive us into positive behaviors rather than negative ones Mm. i i think that's the ideal situation and i Mm. hope that that works Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's what i've always believed Mm -hmm. i guess it's just more recently i guess maybe i'm just partly just because of the work i've been doing yeah yeah you obviously have exposure to a lot of Mm. a lot of things i've only been exposed to more dark things where i'm thinking if we had more shame over this stuff, they wouldn't be allowed. You know, there'd be like a moral outrage. And but then what's... I do think like respect would also do that. It doesn't need to be a an, an yeah, self-hatred to do that. It could be. And I think like reducing the shame opens up the conversation, which allows us to educate and explore and learn how to do things safely or to like you know um compromise on things Mm. like how can i relieve this need inside me without doing something bad Mm. let's come to a compromise yeah i think i agree like the before this year definitely agree 100 percent. this year been a bit messed up for me Mm. and i'm just questioning everything and we'll see where i get to but in principle yeah i mean i get it as well because i've obviously had exposure to that but like yeah i just personally believe that like consent and respect can also do these things like i don't i would never ever shame someone or make someone feel bad about feelings they have but if they come to me and like and and like say that they they want to do something that parties aren't like for example someone spoke to me the other day and said oh I'm really turned on um my colleague left her shoes on the floor and I smelt them and got all horny and I'm like she didn't consent Mm. to you to smell in those shoes like and they're not your shoes they're not your shoes yeah you can fantasize about smelling the shoes Mm. you own what's in your head yeah because that exists only to you but you can't touch those shoes they're not yours and she hasn't yeah. consented to those, to that. Yeah, because that's just that's making that's in that's making her part of the yeah, fantasy, exactly. isn't it? And also, it like, there's a lot of evidence that shame, shame, and trying to repress press behaviors and feelings just make them worse. Yeah, absolutely. At least the depression, especially sexually. Yeah, and just... it makes the desire even more. So, mm. yeah, interesting. Yeah. We've gone really dark again. Oh no! <laughs> Let's talk about something happy. Any more breast or breast milk stories? I don't really think so. I just love like squirting it all over people. It's my favorite. How much milk comes out when you squirt milk over a man? A lot. Really? How much is a lot? Like more than this glass? Oh no! No. no. Um. More than with semen. Yeah. It like fires out like. How far does it fire? I could show you. I'll go over there and square it out. <laughs> Do you want to see? Um, I think I can censor it. Yeah. 
What like I'll do it off camera. Okay. Okay. This is the mega boob. Oh my god. Yeah, see? <laughs> Did it show it on camera? I don't know. It's my party trick. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So can all girls that have breast milk do that? So mine is kind of weird actually. Um I actually looked up the world record for how far breast really? milk works, but okay. I couldn't find one. Uh, but you should apply I should and apply. try and have it, yeah. Because mine is really bizarre and it like fires out like a water gun, like whereas most women it like goes like this. Oh, and comes out like several holes. Because yours like this. is like but targeted. Mine is, yeah, I could do like you know shoot you down like some aim targets like... with it. Yeah. yeah, it's well funny. I did um I did a TikTok in a car where I I don't know if you've heard that like that voice where it's like. Um, do you ever just squirt people as you're driving past? No, I haven't done that. Um, I have squirted someone before who was like being really mean about my milk tea. What? <laughs> Yeah, so I was feeding my baby um, and they, like, started being really disgusted and they, like, complained. That's amazing. And they came over and they were like, oh, that's disgusting. So I just was like, Psh. You squirted them. Did they notice? Yeah, they were evil. What did they say? Well, luckily I was in this really nice vegan cafe that were like, <laughs> they were like, they told them to leave. I was like, do you not like it? <laughs> I was really mad. How dare they tell me not to feed my baby? Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm for public breastfeeding. I just find, I just like to politely look away. If I'm yeah, if you don't like it, move your eyes. Right, it just made me giggle just because I don't see breastfeeding. Babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. And, it, and also, I think like, sometimes it's when you've got an older baby, they can like pop off because they want to see what's going on so. squirting in a vegan restaurant at someone is amazing i've well. never heard of that before <laughs> can vegans have breast milk yeah it's vegan cool well it depends is it though? on how vegan you are so obviously breast milk is vegan because you can consent to oh, the milk being eaten of course. Um, but then some vegans wouldn't drink my milk because it will include milk protein because i have milk oh so it depends like how vegan is vegan so um, your milk might be made with would milk. have milk yeah would have like well i don't really drink milk i have cheese cheesy yeah, milk same thing um but like yeah so vegans would feed their baby breast milk because they consent to the milk being used it's amazing. Mm. Maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I can make like cheese and stuff for vegans with my yeah, breast milk. This is the thing, and you can buy it in bulk online. Yeah, so. I'll just start making vegan brand breast milk cheese. It's got to taste better what than what vegan cheese. I wonder what breast milk cheese actually tastes like. I'm so disappointed that you didn't come in with like I the whole recipe. To, I need to make breast milk cheese. You could be like the Delia Smith of breast milk mm. recipes. For Christmas, I bought one of my friends. A real book that wasn't written ironically called Cooking with Semen. Mm. And it didn't have a lot of recipes, <laughs> but the recipes it had were genuine. It's fascinating what, yeah. what humans will do with their <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was written in the most unironic way. And it's like, and it had a note at the beginning saying like, some recipes call for fresh semen. Some, you can use some of the frozen from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it kind of hilarious that men will be some men will be cringed out by breast milk but like smother a load of cum over my face and it's the hottest thing ever sorry yeah <laughs> sort your shit out <laughs> <laughs> yeah see when it oh that's disgusting but here's some gloop from my penis <laughs> um could you rank your the three excretions in order of preference my preference yeah so milk would be top. Milk's top. Yeah, and then squirt. That's your thing. Yeah, and then I like squirt, and then and then probably come. Sounds like you like your own brands. No, like other girls squirt. Ah, uh, okay, other girls as well. Yeah. I love, I've got a big thing for noise as well. So like the noise just before you squirt when it's like, ugh. Oh. I'm like, listen to that. <laughs> yeah. When you squirted your breast milk, I did feel a little bit disappointed that there wasn't like a... Yeah, sound. there's no noise with You have it. to do your own sound. Silent, effects. silent breast milk squirts. In your videos, do you photo, like um, edit in a sound effect? No, I shouldn't, shouldn't I? I think so. I, I like do find it just so hot though, like, um, like especially like missionary, where like the guy like squeezes the boobs and then like the milk goes everywhere. That's really hot. Oh, uh, I mean, it sounds like an anime, doesn't it? Mm, it is quite big. Because it's very visual. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any sex tips for people that are having sex with a breast milk fetish? Mm, I think like the best one is just riding because then they can like suck or mm. you can spray it. Um, and you're kind of below, so it's yeah. going to get you. Yeah, or I don't know. I just, just play with it. It's fun, isn't it? Just have fun, make yes. a mess. Make a mess. And this is a weird question, but... Because one of the reasons I don't like squirting is because you go to sleep in the bed after. Mm. So if you've been surprised, it's like, oh, you know. You should get one of those special blankets. Have you seen them? Yeah, but when, when you've been surprised, yeah. it's just, why didn't you tell me this? Well, sometimes you don't And you've know. got to like change the bed and still yeah. the patch and oh, it's just, oh, yeah. You messy girl. When you're prepared for it, it's fine. But um, does does the breast milk like make the bed go sour? Uh, it depends like how much. But to be honest, like if it's only like a little, like you've seen how much comes yeah. out. So I don't, I don't think so. But you wouldn't want to like not change the bed after a couple yeah. of days. You'd be fine <laughs> for like a day. Yeah, you can and get then, through the night. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, should probably change the bed. It's hilarious though because obviously I do milk stuff all the time. There's just milk splatters all over my house. Like the mirrors, really? the fucking car the other day. The car? I did, yeah, because I did this TikTok where it was like, this is my girl dinner, girl dinner. And I like sprayed the milk up in my face. Oh, um, you can do that on TikTok? Yeah, because they can't see it. It just sprays up. And they're like, what the hell is that? Those people thought it was piss. They were like, oh, she's pissing in her car. I'm like, how? How can I piss up my face? Just, I, Some people yeah. were like, oh my God, she's trans. Because they were <laughs> it's not really that rare that you think I'm a trans guy. I've never seen in my milk on face. TikTok. 
pissing in my own face in my car. Come on, I'm filthy, but there's a limit. <laughs> That's the limit. That's the limit. I'm not going to piss in my car. Um, yeah, pee is not even in your top three excretions. Yeah. Um, yeah, pee isn't really a thing for me. But um, I, I do loads of TikToks like that because it's funny and people are always like, what is that? It's a superpower. Yeah. Um, I did that whole like, why are all these boys in my yard? Oh, my God, it's my milkshake. Um, but then I'm like, oh, my God, my car. <laughs> There's like milk everywhere. <laughs> my cleaner in my house must think, what the fuck? But she, well, she knows. There's like anal lube and a random vibrator. Yeah. But you know what I think one of the, like just, I guess to wrap up, um, the thing that comes across most to me is just, like you have these cool stories because you're just so comfortable with it. Mm. And there really is no need to be scared or repulsed by breast milk no um, no and it's perfectly natural i'll completely admit i went in thinking breast milk is quite disgusting really yeah i did just it's just like a personal oh i'm not into that yeah um but it's me that's the weird one yeah is how i feel do and not f- just me but i think lots do you feel less like that now or i think I've got a weirdness to get over. Mm. I, th- I think, I think if I had a baby, I would be, be used to it. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's just it. milk. Yeah. And I think the thing is as well, like, as humans, like, we have, like, icks and we have yums and then we have neutrals. And if you've got an ick, then it's probably not going to become a yum. It's just... Yeah. It is what it is. I think it's because it's... A, for me, it's just... A bodily fluid from a stranger. Yeah. And I've not experienced that bodily fluid from someone I like. Apart from from a cow. I like cows. I like cows. (laughs) You're imitating my accent now. (laughs) Are you promoting bestiality? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're going to clip it. Um, it's so funny though isn't it that you can make a porn video with cow milk but you can't make a porn video with breast milk what on OnlyFans yeah yeah it's ridiculous so ridiculous I think it's anti-women but let's not get on my high horse yeah but um, is there anything else you want to add about breast milk or um, I just personally see sex as like an adult playground and mm. I just think we've been given this like beautiful thing to connect and play and experience pleasure and I just think everybody should use that and be human and feel and have fun and if squirting milk all over someone or receiving milk all over someone is part of that fun then definitely sounds fun just yeah maybe more to watch than (laughs) to enjoy myself (laughs) maybe if someone was like actively fucking you and then you were like oh this feels really good oh that looks really good okay now in the moment everything yeah exactly i think that's the thing that's why i've not experienced negativity with it it's like i'm a good fuck and if i spray milk in your face while i'm shagging you then you're just gonna like milk yeah (laughs) No, but I'm like really impressed by your openness and um, just ability to 
make me realize how it's not you that's the weird one thank so, you well done for that yeah and thanks so much i hope for it comes across this. like that for other people as well i think it will and we had like a really serious discussion in the middle oh deep that was deep oh yeah i'm a bit scared about that one yeah we'll we'll see how that turns out i'm not putting that on unless um i think it'll be okay but i'll check with you first. we'll see yeah yeah um but thanks so much for coming on do you want to tell people where they can find you and yeah so you can find me on um my instagram i'm a sex educator and um ethical porn creator i love showing like real connection and having the opportunity to teach people about sex and kink and open up those conversations um my instagram is bettersx.blog i have a blog as well uh, where i put weekly blogs on and um my tiktok is alice lovegood x i think and then my i have an only fans and a fansly as well so you can find me there too i think you need a new character of alice lovegod as well yeah i do i keep thinking that's the name for some reason it's kind of hot isn't it it's like alice that could be like your darker my dom side side, yeah Yeah, it's very i do like like that whole good goddess Mm, thing it's fun like worship me oh how did you find that was it okay it was fun thank you yeah thank you for having me no thank you for coming really um i I appreciate it so much 